This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up everybody, welcome to another, ooh, I, we're ah! done with my frame. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're live. Oh, so. I understand we're live. Why? Why am I in the corner, man? Put him in the, the corner. You're the, you're the shunned child. What Where happened? Wow. I zoomed out on purpose. Yeah. So I'm supposed to be there. You go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, get me in the middle where I fucking yeah, there, we, there. There it is. Go. There's the shot, baby. Let's go. He wants those guns showing. Little, that's right. <laughs> what? That's right. Hey, I'm just following <laughs> the advice of of uh, the man behind the scenes who's behind the scenes. You know, we got Andre, who's the man behind the scenes. And then we got Justin, who's the man behind the man behind the scenes, otherwise known as the Wizard of Oz. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We're ready to kick off this fabulous Monday. I'm in good spirits because I want a fucking tournament, and that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Wow. So we are going to introduce everybody. We're going to hear about their weekend, which I'm sure pales by comparison to mine. But, uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we're going to get started. Andre actually has, uh, he wants something this weekend as well. Not a prestigious tournament on a site only in Pennsylvania, but he beat the shit out of some people and got a medal for it. Tell us about it, Andre. It was great. Um, let me find it. How come I can't find it? Oh, there it is. So I had four matches. I won by throwing the guy in pinning twice, an arm bar, and I choke a bitch out. I got to tell you, that sounds like a lot of my first dates. <laughs> my. Wow. I'm, I'm, I don't win these dates. You're not helping your case here. Well, I don't win. <laughs> oh, they, they beat you up? Yeah. Oh, do no. they pin you down? I like a nice, strong woman, Melissa, you know? What is going on today? Vibes <laughs> are weird. We're spicy. We, just, we are spicy. We just lost our production guy. He just left. <laughs> oh, Did it turn he's off? Trying to, he's trying to fix the cameras, man. Like, oh, this it's is dead. A this is a live oh, show. Oh, no. It's dead. A live show. Anyway. Well, Melissa's camera gets fixed, so... Oh, it's not going to get fixed. It's dead. Oh, she could come on this no. side. She spent an hour doing her makeup. I know. Time. That was not an hour. That was <laughs> no, no, no. It was. I it messed was. up my wings today. That was why. Your Usually wings? I do them in one swipe and I'm, but hey. you guys were, you guys were making me laugh and making me tilt. So I was, <laughs> I was all shaking and with rage. And so I had to redo it. I would, I would ask what you're tilted about, but I was told not to touch this subject. Oh, I'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> once we get my camera back on. So you, I can, you so all I want to stay tell, tuned. They, everyone wants so to stay tuned. So I can let him know. We, Don't come near me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Berkey complained about his camera. He's like, oh, I'm not in shot. And now he's the only person yeah. in shot yep. the whole Look time. Look at this guy. Well, can you we're working this? on a little back end stuff. I'm going to just come and squat behind Berkey. Yeah, that's fine. If worse comes to worse, you know, you can come share this. All right, that, that's why we have Bert. this wide shot. Uh, while Andre's getting things a little bit patched up, let's talk a little bit about what went on this weekend. Uh, I was back in Pennsylvania. We're going to get to that story in a, in a minute. Western Pennsylvania. The best part of Pennsylvania. Exactly. <laughs> That's Andre that you uh, just saw. Um, everybody else was here hanging in Vegas, really enjoying the scenes. There was a Dua Lipa concert. Dua, Dua? Dua Lipa. Lipa. Yeah. Concert. Yeah. 
that Brian and his girlfriend Michelle attended. Uh, I asked him for a shout. Out. Did did you tell Dua? I, I listen, dude. I got about I don't know maybe 20, 30 feet away from her, and I mm -hmm. just shouted out your Twitter handle. So I mean, you should be expecting. <laughs> I a should DM. expect a DM anytime now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. great. Uh, big fan of Dua. I, I think we'll hit it off. It's a great show, dude. She'll I was pin probably you down, brother. She'll pin you down. Man, I was. <laughs> I would have to say I was in the top 90% of oldest people there. Really? Yeah. Dua doesn't attract the older crowd, huh? I mean, there was there was one actually couple in front of Michelle and I that were older and they were they were really enjoying the show. So, here here <laughs> as as uh as somebody who I think when it comes to like large crowds of people, I consider myself rather introverted. What does one do particularly at a Dua Lipa concert? I dance and sang the whole time. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, that is certainly not Who what is that? I do. What do you well, well, do? Stand I mean, there like a serial killer? Right. I, the best was, I can... The, no, I there have was a never girl, drank no, there was, or done there was a drug. <laughs> standing right next to me, and she was just deadpan the whole time. And watching the show that's like this. Berkey. You should, you <laughs> no, I'm just like, why are you here? Why did you pay good money for this concert if you're just going to... But, I mean, I guess if that's, that's how they enjoy it, that's how they enjoy I, it. I wouldn't but. take it in like a movie, don't get me wrong, but... Let's be very clear. My zone is, you know, we keep it tight. We are, yeah. we're right, we're, we're here, man. Well, I've seen that's you dance. It. That's what exactly, that? that's why that you shouldn't dance. Like an I'm, the, I'm Hitch, man. We keep it, we keep it nice and tight in the, in yeah. the three feet yeah. window. We don't get out of our zone. I mean, I wasn't doing cartwheels all I over mean, the floor. But. Well, I've seen you dance. I wouldn't be you shocked. You do the full arm extend? <laughs> I guess Berkey wouldn't have heard of that. How drunk were you? I was I was pretty drunk. Oh, we went wow. to we went to Italy first, and uh, had a Ooh, couple Italy's cocktails good. and some dinner, and then um, man, nice. they got those big ass beers at at T-Mobile. You know yeah. the, the I the wish 24. we had video of this dancing yeah. now. To yeah, so. to give you the difference between Brian and I when it comes to uh, being in a crowd, like an introvert versus an extrovert, I at prom barely could muster oh, no. up the strength to get out <laughs> to the dance floor for anything other than a slow dance because like slow dance is right in my zone, right? We just we keep it here. We're just, we're right here in the box, right? And then the, I did Lamana the entire bye-bye-bye Prepared dance. the entire bye-bye-bye <laughs> dance. Oh, for, it was a hit. With I a blow-up I mean, doll. I was right on a who? time. A blow-up blow doll. doll. Wait, Come what? On. A blow-up doll? No, Wait, no. That's a whole separate thing. No, 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 no. No, no, we got to stay right here in this little box right here. We don't talk about this blow-up doll. All right, so there's like, there was a... Like why this person was at the at the prom? I don't know why, but they they hired like a balloon guy, you know, like balloon animals. Uh huh. And I was like, can you like just make me like a whole person that I could dance with? So he literally took him like a half an hour, but he made like an entire like woman to dance. Wow. My man, my my, my date didn't blow. like that. No she shit. Was, <laughs> no shit. She was not a full with grown. That. No, Brian. Brian didn't <laughs> fuck around. Brian took a Hawaiian tropic model to prom. Yes, I did. Stacey Bassett. Wow. She was. She was. Mm -hmm. Absolutely the best athlete in our school. She was drop dead gorgeous, but they were not on speaking terms by the end of prom. Oh, yeah, because of, of the blow up doll? That's, she got that's not All right, fine. By the end of after prom. She got exchanged. Oh, man, yeah. bro. You were supposed How are you not smack? I don't know. I think if I, if I, if I date did that, I'd no, think we, it was we kind of funny. Friends. But we all friends. know that did you all my smash taste after is prom? not the best. So. Uh, what, what are you talking about, Melissa? I, I thought that uh, your picker is just fine. Yeah, I thought I had taken a year off dating and, you know, talking to anybody romantically. So I'm like, my picker's reset. I'm centered. I'm, you know, I'm a woman of value. And, I, and, and then the first person to give me their number turns out 
to be <laughs> not savory. So then, <laughs> then a six five fuck boy shows up, gives you his number, and you're just like, yes. So tall though, <laughs> great looking. Sure. Why do they have to package it like that? Well, you know, when you're born with extra assets, you uh, yeah. you feel a little entitled in life. Yeah, guess so. <laughs> we need a whole section about this later. I just Agreed. don't know what to do to fix it. I took a year off. Well, this is what I have you guys for, though. We protected people. you. I'm no help. I claim that you're undateable on a daily basis. I know. I think you're, I think you're <laughs> I such a nice that. guy. I think you're great. So nice. I think Thank you're great. you. Thank you. Don't, don't I let... think I'm great, too. <laughs> There's no question her. about that. I think I'm like the bee's knees. I would date me in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, it's not a self-esteem thing. I just, they're so enticing because I can fix them. Well, the, the big problem is <laughs> the big problem is that any man who would just tolerate your poop and shit humor twenty four seven. I didn't do any poop jokes. I don't think. Well, it, it's it's I just. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. It's it's a subconscious thing, right? You could just eyeball a guy and be like, he'll definitely talk about buttholes with me. <laughs> Yeah, like he'll put up with like me shitting in front of him. Yeah, right. It's like the second that that is true, like once that, that box normal. is checked, I can't. I think that. what ends up happening is you've already gotten riffraff. Yeah. So I didn't know it wasn't normal until you said like, no, I don't like girls don't fart in front of me of or course I'm like, not. You've burped what? twice since we've gotten here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna keep it's it coffee. in. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so too. I'm not gonna keep it in and have a tummy ache. It's, <laughs> it's not about keeping it in. It's not it, what, it, what it's about. Is not trying to break the record for loudest burp We're into gonna, a mic. He has like a sense. Is of it because I emasculate out. them with how loud my burps and farts are? I, you know, I'm not sure. You would fit in very well into a baseball locker room, though. Like you would be. There. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd be an absolute hit. I don't. I don't know about that. I gotta have to cover up my. Coffee. You'll find a lot, you'll lot of high fives. Love, I promise you. I don't know. I think I might be gay. <laughs> I don't, there's no other explanation. Love. That's also fine. There's love. no other explanation. Self sabotage is a hell of a drug. I took a year off <laughs> to reset my compass, and now my compass is. <laughs> but don't you feel? Don't you feel nice that you have like? People to guide you, like, no, not there. <laughs> yeah, Go but then I'm way. like, but the problem is that I'm so fucked up that I'll be like, they said no, that means I gotta test it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, it it's like when anything. the stove is hot, I'm like, is it? <laughs> the, the bad part is, the bad part is the end result of this is uh, her doing something shameful and never telling us about it because the end result is like, oh, they were right, but I can't yes, give and them now that. That happens to me I all the time. I can't give worry. you guys the, like, the, the glory of being like, I told you so. So then I'll be like, no, I'll never tell them. But the end result was always the same though. It's that somehow I get the fuck boy to be obsessed with me. Mm -hmm. And then I absolutely wreck them somehow. And then I feel extremely guilty. And then I go in my room for three months and I don't talk to anybody. Well, it's a hell of a cycle. We'll see you in the summer. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you, yeah. you should I'll, be ready I'll see you for... guys in the fall. No, no, three months. You'll be, you'll be prepped for hot girl summer. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. You heard it here first. All the new fresh victims who uh, are looking to get in Melissa's DMs, wait till about July and uh, should, be, should be ready to bite your head off. Yeah. Thank you to Anthony Sanchez who donated 99 cents to our podcast. Oh, wow. Yes. That's more than wow. YouTube pays. Shout nice. out Anthony Sanchez. Let's go, baby. He must have really. That is more than YouTube pays. Melissa's not for sale. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, 99 cents. <laughs> 
I guess that's where we're at now. <laughs> this isn't the fucking dollar store. <laughs> it's not even the dollar store. I'm a So speaking of social activities, store. you you turned over a new leaf. You were more social this past weekend than I've known you to be in the year and a half or two years that you've lived with me. Why do uh, you think I had a little eye candy to look at? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Andre? Gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Andre. <laughs> now I'm probably going to go back in my hole. Two of the most antisocial people study. that I know managed to both make it out to the Vegas Strip this, this weekend. You guys caught a Tom Segura act? Mm-hmm. How did that treat you? It was great. It was very funny. Yeah, he seems right up your alley. Yeah, he talked. He had some jokes about like pedophilia. And <laughs> he did have one about poop where he said... Like, COVID has made me realize that I used to never wash my hands unless there was literally shit on them. Yeah. And I was like, same. That's, <laughs> I still do that. I, so. I ran a poll yesterday when I was streaming <laughs> because I, you know, I, I didn't want to admit it, but like, here we are. We're, we're just telling the truth. This is, this is me. I don't wash my hands when I'm home after I pee. Huh? Yeah, I, Nicole actually mentioned that because you don't have soap in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah. She was like, does he not wash his No, hands? I do. I do, but she doesn't want it. It's, it's this uh, manscaped soap. That's yeah, like, she meant like hand soap. Well, it, it is hand soap, but it's like so you really just like, powerful. Wait, wait. So you just like go to the bathroom, come out to the living room. And I'm like, yo, what's good? Like fist pump you and you're just like, what's Straight good? Straight dickhead. Yeah, he has, t- he has uh, yeah. shit and piss oh, on his hands. Listen, come on this side. No, just put the uh, put the cell phone up. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, we lost Melissa for a little bit, but oh. thank you, Anthony Sanchez. It's, a bit, it's been hey, fun. It's all right. You would have given us maybe a little more. Some, sometimes, look, this is the raw behind the scenes of trying to operate a six-person podcast. They it would be seven, but Young Landed Tice is not here to join us. He's out there busting every tournament. He's uh no nah, he he's he's on his uh his A game today. He's got the three K six max out in Texas. Uh, I have high hopes for the young man. I think that this is the one. This is his breakthrough performance. Nice. Gonna win a little bird, cut us a little slice. You know, I'm playing. Can't give, give us a little piece of the action because that's uh that's what real friends do. You know, Chin. You know, it's like we're all here to get each other rich. <laughs> That's the that's the thing. Like, I'll just get like every time this happens, I'm just like, I'll just get really rich, and then I'm just gonna buy a husband. <laughs> <laughs> what what exactly would you be your? Uh, where where would this man be purchased from? Which time week? out, time out, time out. Anthony just gave us a nine ninety nine. Okay, he spiced Whoa! it up a little bit. He spiced oh, it up man. a little bit. A little her number is seven oh two. Well, we're kind of we're kind of oh, getting yeah. on the the uh, we're, we're like creating a duck to auction. Nah. I know we're doing nah, a duck we really, to auction for me. We really do me. appreciate you, Anthony. That's that's super yeah. That's cool. We gotta start Anthony. a little higher, but yeah, you know, work our way backwards. I'll show a toe if you want. Let me know. <laughs> Stop. Um. You know that Andre, there's a there's an actual. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. We'll this just, is good. We we got it. All right, well, Berkey, let's 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 switch things up. Tell the people about uh, your your weekend, since I, the camera's only on you, really. No, right it's not time for that this yet. This is Berkey's but, ultimate sabotage of me because he wants he doesn't I want am, me to outshine him. I'm just so energy. Go put where, where is it? <laughs> I'm so fascinated by this. <laughs> you don't have to take that off. You just clamp that to the pole somewhere, literally <laughs> anywhere. Want me to point the camera at Andre? And- no, no, we're good. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- see, this is why you need to teach uh, a protege. This is exactly why we need another Andre, just in case. There, there will wrong. never be another Andre. 
I uh, I wish I could actually. You know what? I, I am gonna do us a, a little favor for all the behind the scenes of what's going on here at the Only Friends podcast. Uh, I, I'll put that up on my Instagram story. You guys will get a little glimpse of I mean, of it's... what we're looking at right now. Get a little chin, little Andre trying to fix some stuff. No big deal, guys. We're they don't just want us, They here. don't want me to show myself. They they said let's do it live. I said uh, yeah. Why the fuck not? What could ever go wrong? I forgot. We uh we have a camera, camera that's dying. Died. How did it die? Um, wasn't it wasn't in? fully charged, and I had a bad feeling this was gonna happen. Um, but yeah, basically it wasn't fully charged, and it doesn't hold its charge. It's only good for three hours on a full battery, so it was probably oh. like half battery. And it took us an hour to get started. You. Yes, that's what. I, I mean, hear. this is all. It started with the low quality camera, <laughs> and then now he's like, now you have no camera, no camera at all. This is she's getting way too much attention, more than me, and I, I don't like it. Shifted <laughs> it over to the. Low if quality. I get one more DM about what kind of star Melissa is, I'm walking out. <laughs> Okay, like I don't I, think you guys maybe understand. Maybe you need to do your makeup before. Work. Look, maybe if you'd help me out a little bit. I got you. All right, now we're talking. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll be here in full, full garb. You know, fully made up. Full drag. All right, moving on to the biggest story of the weekend. Uh, let's talk a little Oscars. You know, oh, man, I can't see how we don't. Whoa! Oh my God, oh, we've entered whoa. the twilight zone. Oh, he forgot to turn the volume off. Yeah, one sec. Scared. I'm afraid to talk for the echo. I'm never afraid to talk. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about this? A woman of my heart, because I'm a fart in the chat. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? A woman of my heart, because I'm a fart. That's what someone said in the chat. That's my man, Poker Odyssey. Thank you, Poker Odyssey. Oh. All right. Oh, so, yeah, he's the best. Good. Talk right. to us, Burke. What up? All right, we're back. Um, all right, so let's talk Oscars. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched the Oscars in a decade, maybe. But I don't live under a rock, so I was able to capture or to catch, I uh, guess. I live under a rock. Uh, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was able to catch the confrontation between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, I caught it a little out of context. The first video I watched didn't actually show the remark that Chris, Mark, Chris Rock made the joke at Jada Pinkett Smith's expense. And to give a little backstory uh, as to why this potentially triggered him, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith just recently came out and said that she has alopecia. So the shaved head isn't really a choice. Uh, alopecia is a disease where you lose your hair. And I believe it's like some sort of skin disease. Uh, in any event... It affects black women more than... more than It's like disproportionately yeah. affects... We went to high school with a kid, a uh, white kid who had alopecia. It's wild. He looked like Uncle Fester, just yeah. Hairless. And also, I think the the biggest like hell is that there's no eyebrows or eyelashes. Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's it was creepy, to say the least. <laughs> Shout no out to Jada. No offense to anyone with alopecia um, out there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I believe the joke that he made was something to the effect of, I guess Jada Pinkett Smith was wearing like mostly green. And he made some sort of crack about uh, she's going to be great or he can't wait to see G.I. Jane. I think we have the full clip uh, if Andre wants to roll to that. Yeah. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you vamp. Vamping is whenever you have to give production a little bit of time to get set up. The name. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? 
was a that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. You put my name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep yeah. my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? I'm that girl in the back. <laughs> I can, oh, okay. Awkward. That was a... Uh, Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Mm. Man, that was so much better to watch whenever I had the full context. Yeah. So the joke's good and it's so tame. I mean, and honestly, like he even qualifies it and says, like, that was a that was an easy one or something. Or uh that was a, a nice Jane joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even before that, like while he was still laughing before he got slapped, he was like, Oh, come on, like that was a nice one. Because there's so many rumors of infidelity. Uh, she's like actually been, uh, I think she like started a talk show recently or whatever, where she's pretty open about the their marital problems. Red, red table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty popular. Um, so yeah, it's like, she's very outspoken about their marital problems, about some infidelity, about what ultimately led to an open marriage and all this other stuff. That's the butt of a joke. I'm sorry. It just is like when your lifestyle is out there, you get to be the butt of the joke and having a sensitivity to that. It's kind of just like, well, this is a little fucked up because I understand the fact that she has this disease and that's why she shaves her head or whatever. And, uh, you know, maybe she's sensitive to it. So making fun of it, it's a little off, but isn't it a little fucked up to get all the positive attention for coming out? Like she just recently announced this. First of all, she doesn't have to tell anybody. She doesn't have to tell the world she has alopecia, right? Mm -hmm. Not nothing great comes from that. Like it's not cancer. She's not healing anyone. There isn't some like sudden nah, influx I mean, there's, into there's research some context there, Berkey, because like at the end of the day, she has a unique hairstyle and people are probably like, come, oh my God, why do you shave your head like that? Blah, blah, blah. Like women have to speak about their appearance. Right? Yeah. And so yeah, she's totally fair. So she's like saying like, you know, it's not a choice. It's because I have this. Like, it's not like I don't want to have a to different hair. I totally honestly fair. think the shaved thing for women though is so much more common today that I'm not sure that they even get asked about it a lot, but I think the reason why she what are you what is this do you see what's happening here look at my camera you want a camera or not <laughs> this is ridiculous this is ridiculous i'm starting a union and i'm suing anyway i just before you continue i just want to say thank you to playable jank who donated twenty dollars wow. Oh, wow. saying too old for melissa but <laughs> Still figure I haven't paid you anything since not homeschool, sure about so that. thanks for improving my game. Might not be. And thanks for an excellent podcast. Thank All you. of these donations okay. will be going towards the me. Melissa Camera Foundation. To me. <laughs> yes, seriously, yes, this is ridiculous. Uh, anyway, I think the reason why she speaks about it, though, is because it's like the representation thing, like because there's like, well, who knows if this is really why she's doing it, but the the compassionate take on it is that like, people will be like with alopecia will be like, Oh, someone famous has it. Like I'm represented. Yeah. And I think that that's all totally fair. Uh, and I think that's a great thing, but what I'm trying to say can't be ignored is that there's an outpour of support for somebody who is vulnerable enough to say like, I have this thing about me that you may all see as a flaw, yeah. but it's just, uh, it's a part of me that I have to accept. And 
you know, it's, it's empowerment in that and all that other stuff, right? And that's great. I'm not throwing any shade at that whatsoever. But what I am saying is you don't get to have it both ways. You don't get to be the, the spokesman for this uh, like difficulty that you possess, receive all this outpour of support, and then not be able to be tolerant of a light ribbing. And I get it, like, maybe I'm being a little bit insensitive here, but it's like, come on, man. Like, when did I words think, become knives? I think it's, like, talking about people's health is a little oh bit, a little bit close. I mean, not for nothing. You can see it triggered her, triggered her a lot. Like, oh, of course, of course. But, like, but like talking about people's health there's times, yeah. like, you're talking about people's health times talking about a woman's appearance some of which she may feel insecure about. It's like a double negative. Bro, he's a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, but you're talking about people's health. Like, right. are we just going to start making fun of, like, no, let's not call Magic it health. Johnson for, I mean, like, his well, HIV? Stop, like, stop. Let's crazy. not call yeah, it health. That's like saying that, like, when I started going thin, that I'm, I'm, you're talking about my health by calling me bald. That's different. Bro. No, it's not. It's the he's exact not same. He's bald. He's shaved. You're goddamn right. I'm shaved. <laughs> But the oh, whole wow. point. Okay. Wow. This is a glam cam. No, we got Let's the go. double chin camera on me. <laughs> All right, we can't do anything right for me. Relax. Reason. You are 65 pounds soaking wet. There is yeah. barely one chin. <laughs> All right, that's pretty cool. Perfect. That's a nice one. That's a nice shot. Good thing you got that makeup for an hour today, huh? Oh my it's just God. fucking straight Wait, on her face. Oh, I don't know, Berkey. I, I still think that it's 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 talking about people's health. It's just like yeah, stop calling it. Is that ever an excuse but for it is violence? Health. Is she it wait? Like, hold on, though. Is it ever an excuse for violence? Like, I mean, like, because yeah. if if that's I the mean, case, that's, then we're, you now we're moving the conversation. But okay, well, we no, because that. that's what the conversation should be about. I mean, like, it should be like, but it's not like right. Okay, right, somebody like, talks about your wife. Yeah, you should never like you should. I mean, someone talks about your wife. You're Dude, if I start mad. talking about Michelle Wild right now, you're just gonna be like, I would, oh, I would, cool. I would, I would come back go with words as best I could, but I, I wouldn't hit someone. Right, but what if you told me the year before, like, hey man, like, you know, just chill out, and then I would still do it. Yeah, right. I mean, is that well, what happened? He what told no. me the year so, <laughs> well, so he's making yeah. some inferences, but right. there is a clip that we have where Chris Rock made a crack about Jada Pinkett Smith in the 2016 Grammys, uh, which we'll cut to that clip now. Or we'll cut to that clip soon. Now. What happened this year? What happened? People went mad, you know? Spike got mad, and Shelton got mad, and Jada went mad, and Will went mad. Everybody went mad, you know? It's quite like Jada got mad. Jada says she's not coming, protesting. I'm like, is she on a TV show? Jada's going to boycott the Oscars. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, that's it's not an invitation I would turn down. Um, <laughs> but I understand. I'm, you know, I'm All right, so uh, let me. I just wanted to address what what he said. Like he said, that, you know, if someone's you know, coming after Michelle and she's, you know, like saying things over and over again. Yeah, maybe I would snap and, and hit him, but that I'm not condoning it, right? Like, I, I don't think that Will Smith should be canceled or he should be like, oh, nobody's saying you know, that. no, I know, yeah. I know. But I think there's a difference between condoning it and saying, ah, you know what, that's okay. Or, 
and no understanding that it was a mo- probably a moment of weakness for him, and he shouldn't have done it. Like this, he should not have done it. Look, he's from Philly, guys. This is where I'm at. Like you can, you can definitely defend your wife, and like I have stories about like fighting people for like things that they said about the girl that was literally right next to me. And but like obviously that's a different context. But the only problem I have with Will in this situation, I'm like I'm kind of okay with whatever happened. Like he defended his wife, cool. But you gotta keep that same energy when. My man August is slamming your girl all over the house. Like you, you can't <laughs> yeah. just be like real right. pussy crying about it and shit, and then like s- slapping Chris Rock. Yeah. Like Chris Rock's a comedian. If you want to keep that energy, you got to keep that same energy to August. Like yeah. you can't just like you can't be like that. It, yeah. it, it's it's just, too performative. It, it, it strikes me the wrong way. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's because it comes off as very performative instead of like genuine. Because he's laughing, and then he sees her reaction, and then he goes and does this big thing and it's like well maybe you should do that to the pilates instructors that she's fucking yeah well i think it was just more of a sensitive topic for her like that she was just so bothered by it he was like fuck yeah like and he has probably hasn't been in the same bed with her yeah but it's just like oh keep my wife's name out your mouth but it's like homie's been all over your wife i would love to see him leave her and then move on with some some Margot Robbie, you know. I'm gonna lay the I'm gonna lay the debate out top to bottom, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my point by point, and you guys can discuss amongst yourselves. But the way that I see this, there are two major points of discussion here. First and foremost, it's are words weaponized at this point in our culture to the degree where violence is warranted, and then secondly, it's the 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 polarization of either adhering to, uh, let's call it respect culture versus not, right? Word. So first, let's talk, uh, the reason I frame it in this order is because I think one kind of disproves the other, right? So first and foremost, have we gotten to a point now where words can be so charged and people can get so triggered that the response is a natural reaction of you know tribal violence right like from my vantage point i can't think of a single thing a human being could say to me about me to somebody else about someone else or anything along that spectrum that would ever make me turn so red that my instinct would be to fight them and i think that part of that is a byproduct of having gotten into a lot of fights as a kid and realizing like how dumb they were. It was all me fighting over my own personal insecurities. Somebody calls me fat, I want to fight. Somebody calls me a loser, I want to fight. Somebody makes fun of me, you know, for being a virgin in high school or whatever. Like the the idea is as a boy or a young man growing up, you're being taught this notion of honor culture where you have to defend your honor, you have to defend your family's honor, you have to defend the honor of your loved ones. And to me, where I do think that there is a sense, like loyalty to me is one of the most sought after virtues that I could see in another human being, right? I think loyalty is like one of the most virtuous things somebody can possess. But I do believe in being loyal to a fault. And I think that this is where that fault starts to lie. Whenever you're inciting some sort of violent incident right like let's play it out to the whole way to the to the other end of the spectrum right okay so he slapped them with an open hand that's no big deal it's no harm no foul right it's embarrassing to chris rock will smith feels better about it and gets to 
puff his chest and demonstrate to his wife that he's a, a protector and uh, you know, gives her a sense of security and things of that nature, right? But what if it goes further, right? What if he responds to the slap by saying something else about Jada, right? Because now he sees that he's gotten Will's goat and Will shoots him. Now he's dead over words. Yeah. This is all yeah. Jada's fault, huh? Like- stop, no, stop. I- I'm trying to make a, a serious <laughs> right. debate here, right? Like, so, so at what point, fine, we can't necessarily draw the line where honor culture should be... Uh, should accept violence or whatever, but we could certainly draw the line of the spectrum of violence. So it's like, okay, we can condone fistfights, but we don't live in that modern era. Like that doesn't exist in modern era, right? We use weapons now. We've modernized fights. It's also like if you, if, like, this is the thing, man. What? Like, I, you're saying that, but also we live in a culture where like people can say whatever they want and there's no consequences. Like it's like, that, Why like, should there be called freedom, freedom, freedom of speech? speech. It's no, called freedom that's also of speech. Pussy. Like, you, you, think, you can't just say shit. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't just say shit and expect that's nothing called, to happen to you. That's called that's, freedom of speech. Bro, that's you're not, ridiculous. You're not you can't just violence. say shit and expect nothing to happen. Why? Like, yes. Yes. No, that's not how yes. it works. Like, that's, what the, that's what the first All right, then you're just going to get slapped. I mean, like, that's, you, it, that's well, it. Here's the thing. You wow, can't expect nothing to happen. That doesn't mean nothing will happen. So you don't sure. believe in the freedom of speech? I don't believe... Uh, you can say whatever you want, I'm but asking, there's consequences like, to what you say. Right. Yeah. You, like, that's what you're you saying. can't you just think, be like, oh, I could say right. this because freedom of speech. Like, yeah. no, you're going to get slapped. I mean, like, in, the, in the situation of Chris Rock, he's a fucking comedian. That's doing his job. I'm right. saying like, doing his job. Th- I'm not saying that. And like if you if you start condoning this and then what happens the next comedian is at a, at a club and making fun of the audience cuz that's what happens at comedy clubs yeah, and some guy gets pissed and jumps up on stage and punches the like that's not a good I thing. Mean, also I thought a good precedent to set. Why Res- is that different? Resorting to violence is just thing. a show of poor emotional control Agreed. basically. Yeah. Agreed. I made this point to Andrew Barber, and I, uh, I think it's a valid one of we can respect the fact that some people believe in honor culture and other people don't adhere to it. Right. Like it's very clear from Christian's point of view, like respect matters more than a lot of other virtues. So he's heavy into honor culture. But the clear delineator should be that violence is a retaliation to a violent act on you. Right. So you resort with acting violently when it's either in the means of protecting yourself or your loved ones from physical harm, or it's, it's in retaliation to physical harm that's already been brought upon you, right? If, if we can't understand that there's a clear line where emotional outbursts that yield violence are wrong, then we're the ones that are fundamentally flawed, right? Because that's exactly all it is. Like, I don't care if you believe in honor culture or not. If the response to being dishonored is physical violence, that is just absolute emotional maturity. I mean, if you, just, if you just let your wife get disrespected all over the place, like, you just can't do that. I think like, he, I agree. I think that, like, you there's should other stick ways up, to handle but you it, should but do it besides violence. Yeah. Most people are getting shot. There's other ways. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing, right? No, I don't know. Not. Maybe it's just the way I've I was brought t- up. Like, totally if you let your wife get that. disrespected in front of you, and you just like, like, yo, man, like, please don't do that. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. No, I like, mean, I've totally ended. Uh, one of the th- things that I was in was basically ended because the the person would not stick up for me and just tell me what other people said about me, and that's like a huge like no no for me i think that you should like, always stick up for them right, but that doesn't mean you should get yourself into a 
precarious situation or potentially a criminal thing by assaulting people. It's more like, no, like you can, words are very powerful. You can do it with words, but. Yeah, and, and you're taking it to one extreme. You're like saying, oh, your wife is getting respected. And you'd be like, oh, please don't do that. That You don't have to handle it that way. You can right. get up into the guy's face. You can get really loud yeah. in his face. You can do certain things that so will maybe gonna, make you're him just, So you're getting real loud in his face. You're just going to like bark no bite. What are you think, talking about? I don't think you need to. Personally speaking, like I don't think this is something that has to be escalated. If somebody right, disrespects somebody that yeah. you love, you I think that right. there's a way of handling it through de-escalation right. that isn't pussy. Yeah. Right? Like I think that we're just really leaning hard into this idea of machismo. Mm -hmm. And it's to me, it's I don't know, man. Like whatever. Like, be more also if outside of the Oscars, like the disrespectful situation is gonna be somebody that's antagonizing, like that keeps going on. That's sure. That shit right. just doesn't end there. Like a disrespectful situation is gonna be a whole nother type of. Yeah, like if we're if you're at a bar and some dude's talking shit to your girl or whatever, like what? That's, that's, what do you that's gain? Not the same, though. What do you gain by escalating that? Right. Like it's just it's it's literally the easiest walk away situation right. of all time. Yeah, yeah. The only time that that escalates is when either the girl's expectation is that you'll escalate it. Or your expectation growing up the way that you grew up is to escalate it. And there's a lot of people who grew up this, like we, we grew up around this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like Jason Kuh can speak to this very well. Like he was very short tempered when it came to these things and words would set him off. But I'm sure if you ask him now, there's no part of him that liked that version of him. Like right? you, you said that you were like that when you, you, you were growing up and I was the same way. I got into plenty of fights too. Me and you almost got into a fight because of words, it wasn't, there was nothing else. Yeah. We were just talking shit on each other, and we got to the point where we just wanted to fight each other. And, I mean, we got this close, and then we didn't. Yeah, and, and at I'm, 15, I, and, okay. Right, right, exactly. Like, if we did, maybe I'm not sitting here. Maybe we're not sitting here now. But, like, who knows? Who but, like, we won? didn't, and then now we're friends, and now we've moved past it. We And, right, exactly. I look back on it now, and it's just, it was so immature. I think if what happened, the way that there, it's rumored where... Will already told him, like, hey, don't bring her into this. And he's, he still went there. Mm. Like, all right, well, you went it, there it after like homie there already told to you to chill out. Like, at that point, it's like, he did what you said. He took the back right. channel and was like, hey, man, like. Yeah, but nah, he smacked the shit out of right. him at the Oscar. No, yeah, but, after, talking but about? this is after he told him, like, yo, chill. Like, chill right, with my wife. Like, it's like, still not an excuse, man. Still just But what not do you want him excuse. to do? He already said, yo, smack him, behind, smack him backstage. He, yeah. did, he did this as a clear retaliation because it's the most embarrassing thing that could have happened to Chris Rock in that moment. Right, you because he yelled. feels like, like, like hey, you embarrassed my wife after I already told you to chill out. That's not what's happening. He feels embarrassed by things that his wife has done to him and he's projecting that out that's why I yeah. said, onto somebody who's smaller if that was the rock hosting yeah. do you think he gets slapped i don't know no. i don't know that's i know i'll Ali. tell you right that's fucking now Ali. i don't know what he's going i'll like, tell you right now he does not walk on that stage and slap dwayne johnson in the face yeah i don't know i don't know what he's gonna do i can't speak for will i'm just saying yeah i like i said he should have kept that same energy with august he should have kept that same energy before but if rumor is that he already told chris and Chris went for it anyway. Like, all right, then, like, I can't be I mad I mean, first of all, that's super speculative. Second of all, well, that's, like, that's how true. insane is it going to be for him to have marital problems that seemingly got resolved by the decision for them to be in an open marriage of some sort? And on top of that, he's supposed to be out there, like, beating up her boyfriends. 
I mean, he's clearly just not in a good place. Like, yeah, of course. It's it's oh, obvious. Like, sure. the guy's having an so, emotional breakdown in front of everybody. Yeah. It's like, this is one of the most beloved characters that I we've know. seen. Right? right? It's, it it's sad. sad. Yeah, of course it's sad. But it's, it's, it's just like... That's my man from Philly. Yeah, we're not going to get invited to shit for another fucking 13 But, years. like, how much of that is projected onto him, right? Do you really think that internally his natural instinct is to slap Chris Rock there? Because I don't. Apparently, no. he slapped somebody no, before he, just he tried like, to kiss him or something. I read this somewhere. Oh, really? That he this, this he he does. I kind of vaguely He's remember from that. Philly, but you know, you do a little slapping. Yeah, but I guess like I the point I'm trying to make, in, in if, if you if you listen to his acceptance speech, he keeps referencing the role that he played in the movie that he won the Oscar for, where he was Serena Williams' father, and uh, a big part of that role, what like a big part of uh, the Williams' father was that he was like a protector and he was this overbearing dad. And like, it just seemed like that seeped in mm. on top of the fact that like, I, I mean, we've all seen the interview between like him and Jada where like they're going through it. And it's like, you know, it's a tough thing. Him. He's probably a monogamous guy yeah, who fell in love with somebody who at some point either wanted to be polyamorous or just isn't as in love with him as she was before. And he's doing everything he can. Like to... mother of his children. Yeah. And, you know. So it's like, what do you do at that point? It's like, well, I didn't sign up for polygamy or, or polyamory, but I'm in love with you now. Yeah. So I have to solve this problem right. in some way, shape, or form. And now you also hold this expectation that if somebody disrespects you in public, she... I have to slap him on a fucking stage. She knows? also talks about Pac a lot, right? So it's like, yeah. he always has to compare like, what would Pac do in this spot? It's like Pop He's, probably would go up there and slap this dude. It just seems like nah. I just want to go or worse. <laughs> yeah, like or worse, whatever. But like she's always like that's one of the things that they, that always like they butted heads about. It's like she's always referencing Pac. So it's like. Hawk's a real G. Like he's not just going to let anyone talk about his wife like that. So it's like in his the back of his mind, he's like, well, you know, what would she think about me if I don't do something? Yeah. You know, I, like, I feel for him because like I think sad. that like deep down, he's probably a very intellectual man who is thoughtful and mindful about his virtues and values. And he married somebody who pushes him to the brink of compromising them over and over and over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he has to continually find himself having this come to Jesus moment where it's like, my values are my wife. And that's all. I, I don't know what that decision would be like in real time, but it seems like it leads to some unhinged moments right. where you break down on TV or you end up slapping the shit out of somebody that was probably at one point in time his friend. Well, and yeah. also like he's probably just his nervous system is just like jacked up all the time from this situation. Like I think that many people can relate to that from relationships. Just like you don't like some some situations like you don't act like yourself because you're triggered into this fight or flight state right. at, at all times. And like it seems like the constant threat of being you know left or having your family fall apart would definitely lead someone to that yeah. state so i will say two things to, to wrap this topic <laughs> yo or hey just davis set this a fireball but right. the comment okay, on it says will, will yeah, sorry will should be yelling at Jada to keep dudes out of his her mouth. That's, that's right. <laughs> I can't even that's hold that. That's absolutely true. I mean, she, he's not wrong though. I can't. Oh, she's, she's screwing over our boy Will real bad. Oh man. What if it all finally comes out that Chris Rock fucked Jada? Oh that's my that's God. Not, yeah, that, that was the first thing I thought. That was the first thing I thought. I was oh. like, yeah, there might be something behind this. All right, keep, then I'd condone it. Keep my actual <laughs> wife out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs>
there's, there's like uh, like a pretty famous like black kind of male empowerment kind of dude called Kevin Samuels, and he talks about he a lot of people go to him for this type of stuff, and he said that this is like a em- emasculating entanglement syndrome. Mm. Where it's like he just feels like he's been emasculated, and now mm-hmm. he's like yeah. he's lost his male self. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah that was I totally, I and totally to understand take, why he did it. Right, he had to and, take and some I, sort of yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. I know. I definitely. And so what he does is he takes the masculinity from somebody who's a lot weaker than like, him and Chris right. Rock. Like Chris Rock is never going to respond. No, any did. other way than did what exactly he did. Exactly what that's he did. That's why I Chris Rock took it like a G. Dude, like, no, for sure. G. Well, the no, way well, he responded, also, like, I almost yeah, thought it was a fake slap because he was so like unfazed after. I was. Just I mean, like, his Whoops. professionalism was insane. Uh, really, like, good. it was yeah. like. For you I love how hard he was laughing at his own joke, and then like saw Will walk it up and He's thought like, that oh, it was okay. gonna be like some playful exchange. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. and then pop. Yeah. <laughs> Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, it it kind of seemed like he was tensed up for it. He yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so my, he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> my, final, my final take is that I think it's fine, but I also would have liked to see him take that same energy with other situations. I, I think it's absolutely fucking embarrassing. It is. Uh, I think it's, it's like definitely the embarrassing. biggest I think it's embarrassing. black eye and yeah, one of the most embarrassing things a, that he can it's do. It's essentially a meltdown. But I think I mean, at the same time, meltdown. it's like if, if his wife is happy, which it seemingly was because she tweeted like, that's what we do, whatever. And that makes him happy. Oh, that's no. so cringe to me. No, it kind of sucks. No, it kind of yeah, sucks. I, like sucks. I agree. I agree. I am but like, so right it there. is that toxic. Is but like they, toxic they've been shit. on this toxic way forever. This like, is this is no joke. I've literally had this conversation probably five or six times in my dating life where early in a relationship, somehow it's gotten brought up of uh, like, you know, if we're out at a bar or out in public or something like that and someone grabs my ass, what would you do? And my response is always, if you expect me to do anything other than get you to a safe place where that won't happen, we're not going to work. Because if you think my response is going to be, find that guy, punch him in the nose, and get thrown out of this bar, you're, like, you're wrong. I'm not unhinged. I don't like, drink. Like, this I would is not my thing. I to this from the, the female perspective because mm. I've been with like both extremes of the spectrum where someone's extremely overprotective and jealous. and in like sort and, and honestly i thought i would like that because it is like you know oh they're protecting me but it, in the moment it really doesn't feel like it's about you at all no because then like you have to de-escalate it feels like it's completely about them and their ego and they feel like you're their property therefore they're like no don't disrespect me like that and it's not about like you at all so in that moment like i'm like no i actually don't like that i think there are a lot of women that were raised differently and expect a certain level of uh, honor culture, like yeah. a certain level. I mean, that's of, how my family is. Like, yeah. the boys in my family, like my brothers and my dad, would all be like, "You bring a guy over, we're gonna br- show our guns," or you know, whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Where, but like, in reality, it's you can feel when it's about their own ego and not about you, and it doesn't feel good. It actually makes it feel. But worse. I think there's 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 a medium there where it's like he should talk to you and see like how do you feel about exactly. all this right and if you feel like you've been massively disrespected like he needs to he needs to do something right. about this then he has to do something yes. about this yeah if it's just like oh baby like let's just go over here like no like, that's that's, that, you how, can't that's do a that. little too i think michelle would be like if we were in a situation where someone was harassing us 
she would want me to de-escalate it and just yeah, whatever leave the wants. situation. Of course, of sure. course. She, it's up to that. She wouldn't want me to escalate and start getting yeah. into a fight with a guy. But it's part. clear that Jada wants him to escalate. Yeah, she's toxic. I think like the what I would want would be like that they would just say something like hey like not cool but then if it starts to escalate right. then we we leave or we go somewhere else where it's like i would like to know that there's at least like some acknowledgement of it like that's not cool like you know something right. like that but yeah. not like i'll never forget crazy. Uh, i think uh, this story's worth telling um it just really dawned on me and i i this sat with me for a long time <clears throat> this has to be the worst i've ever felt about any encounter in my life we were 21 there was five of us living in Ocean City, Maryland uh, for the summer. And it was, it was uh, all guys I went to high school with, one of which was black and literally the only black kid in our community. So like, <laughs> we were very, very protective of him. And there was a guy who was just blacked out drunk, like wandering the boardwalk. And, you know, there are houses everywhere, like in, in this little community that we're staying at or whatever. It's mostly people our age, like somewhere between 19, 23, whatever, we're like working for the summer. And this guy is belligerent, right? He's just screaming at the top of his lungs while he's walking up and down the road, shouting the N-word. And we like hear it. And I'm just like, you know, this guy's black. I grew up around drunks. So like, yeah. I'm just very forgiving of belligerent behavior right. when it's not harming anybody. It's like, of course, this person's an idiot. And of course, like, you'd rather he's not doing this. But at the end of the day, it's like he's shouting a word mm -hmm. really loudly that's, yes, offensive, but isn't going to harm anybody's life. And to be fair, I'm not black. I don't know what it's like to hear a white person scream racist obscenities. So like, I'm in no position to judge. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of just a bystander to all this. And I can see my friends getting upset, but I don't see him like looking to escalate it either. Our other friend, however, is very short-tempered, very much act, don't think. Suddenly there's five of us like rushing up on this guy. And, you know, the, it's, it's like, what do you say? The typical banter, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to like do my best to kind of like mediate, but not doing a very good job and also not really doing, like not putting forth my best effort, right? I'm kind of just a bystander at this point. And before I know it, they're just pummeling this guy, right? Like literally curb stomping him, beating the fucking piss out of him. I don't, I imagine that like, you know, it, it was bad. Yeah. It was very bad. Like bloody a mess like kicking him in his face while he's down like just disgusting shit and i remember like walking away from it and laying in bed at night just mulling the whole situation over feeling a piece of shit for not stopping it feeling a piece of shit for not getting in the middle of it more and like not trying to understand like what's going on but more importantly thinking like how incredibly counterproductive what we just did was this guy was blacked out drunk. He's never going to remember why he got the fuck kicked out of him. Mm -hmm. And even if he does, all it's going to make him do is it's going to double that prejudice down. Yeah. Right? Now yeah, he just exactly. has a story about how a black guy and four of his friends jumped him in the street and beat him to an inch of his life. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, what are we fucking doing? Like, this guy is saying a word, a literal word. And yes, it's inflammatory. And yes, it's bad. But it's like, we have to have slightly thicker skin than this like this is so awful yeah. what the retaliation was i mean i think that that's like you can extrapolate that out into 
the a lot of times the violent pushback against things that you don't like creates even more divide and creates even more yeah, prejudice. The violence doesn't solve the it's, problem. It's sort of like it never solves you, the problem. You're trying right? to solve it, but really you're more just directing your outrage. And you see that a lot in like outrage culture mm -hmm. today where right. instead of actually solving anything, it actually just creates more divide among everybody. So yeah, I think, I think that that's the ultimate thing that we have to be concerned about here is that, you know, in some effect, Will Smith kind of canceled comedians last night. Yeah. And this is something we've been battling for the better part of a decade now with a bunch of things that are socially progressive and good for society as a whole, right? Like the Me Too movement, um, the, the LGBTQT plus movement. Uh, all of these things are progressively good for society as a whole. But the pendulum effect mm -hmm. where we're just going from one extreme to the next now and everything's a cancelable offense yeah. is very bad for society. It sets us back quite some time until finally we find a, a, a resting middle ground. But it's like wanting to cancel Chappelle over uh, his, his last uh, Netflix special where really, I mean, yes, he made light of transgenders, but like that's his job, right? Yeah. Like why... Why is that group, why is that marginalized group off limits? Right. But him making fun of Asians isn't. Right. Right? Because he has an Asian wife that suddenly, like, why do you have to be qualified yeah. to make fun of a marginalized group? Aren't we to a point where we've kind of all accepted that the court gesture, so to speak, has free reign as far as, like, what he's going to take a crack at? Last night, I get it because it's a personal thing. It wasn't like he was joking about women with shaved heads. It wasn't like he made it. He made Jada the face of it. Okay. I understand where there's an emotional response to that. But when analyzing the fallout of the actual actions taken, we have a huge problem here, right? Because it's not like, it's not like every comedian is going to worry about getting slapped in the face. That's not the thing. The bigger concern is that they have to be mindful or censor themselves whenever they're curating a joke because they're afraid of the fallout that Dave Chappelle faces whenever he makes fun of the trans community. They're afraid of the fallout that Chris Rock faced by roasting somebody when it's his literal job to do so. Right. right? Like I think it's different though. Like when Chappelle's talking about Asians or whatever, like or trans, like it's not like you're saying it's not a specific person mm. with an illness yeah. or with like something. Bro, it's like, if you call alopecia he, an illness one more fucking time. But I mean, who who are we to say it's not? Like she feels a certain way about it. She like, can feel however she wants, but like let's condition. qualify it what it, it is. is. A, it is a medical condition, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. But so is like, uh, what's it called when you get rashes? Uh, it's, I guess it's more of like eczema, an, a, yeah. it's more of an aesthetic or, medical. Or how about that other illness? With albinism. Like skin it would be like albinism or yeah, like the um, thing that Michael Jackson had. Yeah. Yeah. But those are, those are like a lot further extremes. I mean, like this yeah, woman. You're qualifying it no, based on like. Um, your opinion no How i'm qualifying it based on the fact she hasn't had it all her life this is this is a recent thing that's happened in her 50s yeah but michael like, didn't we have age. it all his life like yeah. sammy Sosa didn't have it all his life like i get it but didn't she, they i mean correct me if i'm wrong but didn't they actually go the lengths of bleaching because they at that point there was so much yeah, just all to make around it look that they even. just so were like all right let's just let's just do it but this now way. it's like i think it's also well it's only a, a like disease within the like culture because now you point. see people with i forget what it's called but you know the, the when their pigment like changes mm -hmm. there's like models and they're Can like, I read this for like you? winnie harlow yeah this is craziness because i didn't know like what alopecia was it just says overview uh, again i don't know what this site is it's mayoclinic.org yeah, it's a pretty good. good one 
Um, it says hair loss, alopecia, can affect your scalp or your entire body, and it can be temporary or permanent. It can be the result of heredity, heredity, heredity hormonal changes, medical conditions, or a normal part of aging. Are we at this point where we just can't talk about aging anymore? Like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, That's what I'm trying to say. Like, to, like, menopause. Yes, okay, if we're going to go this far, aging's a fucking disease. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just like... I, I'm. My point is, like, I don't like throwing qualifiers onto it. They give them an out for being right. sensitive. I mean, it's not akin to, like, if you were to say, make fun of her for having cancer or something. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm trying to get at, right? It's like, this isn't life-threatening. It's barely life-altering. Like, we all go through certain aging. Imagine if, like, suddenly there's a qualifying term for getting wrinkles. Mm. And it's like, he's just, you know... Calling her a nutsack. Right. And making that parallel. And suddenly you're marginalized for having wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, we can't go down this route as a society. Like, everything just becomes canceled. If he called her a nutsack, I think, I think there's just that should be. I think there's just different ways. Like, it was pretty distasteful. I, I get. No. No, no, wait, wait. <laughs> you can say funny shit while not putting someone down while having that illness. For example, when people are like, oh, damn, like, Lance Armstrong wins. When's the thing having one ball sack? Like, okay, cool. Like, you're making fun of him a little bit, but you're also like bringing him up, and it's and it was funny. Whoa! But, How what? is that okay? It's and way different because he's because he had his nut bro, removed. Bro, you're you're bringing this person up like it's like he did something spectacular, bro, or whatever. You're even while doing this thing. Everyone right. knows Jade is no. attractive. You know what? I think yeah. that no, the think real lesson is here is you don't uh, single out. Crazy bitches for yeah. jokes. <laughs> that's it. That's that's for sure. Only it. Like, joke about boom girls who are cool with it because so and not when they're on their cycle. Right, As like you guys know, I get a little <laughs> fiery during that time of the month, and I will tase one of you. If you come <laughs> oh, I man. just want you to know that I'll have your back, and they won't. No, I appreciate that. I got you. I appreciate that. Don't worry. That, they, no, it's different not. because they actively volunteer to go to a roast. Yeah. Like everybody knows that they this shit roasted. happens. Yep. So all of a sudden you go to, a, you know, you're Justin go Bieber. You go that. to the Justin Bieber roast. You are Justin Bieber and you're getting fucking mad that they're, they're getting that, that about one of the jokes. That's craziness. Not only that, they're the biggest public figures. Like some of the biggest public figures there. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of part of the job description. Yeah, it you is. Be kidding me. Yeah, but that's kind of what he says. Like, it shouldn't be. No, but it definitely should why be. Why are they you, off limits? You, like, why you is everybody else? They're said. off limits? Why, why? Don't attack me. I'm saying mm -hmm. what he said. No, nah, but it's crazy. Like, they should be. Obviously, when you start a podcast to air out your personal life because it gives you personal gain, mm -hmm. like, you don't get yeah. to be off limits from yeah. the jokes. Yeah. The jokes got to fly. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't get why, why, why Will and Jada get to be off limits. Like, you're going to this place. You know they're going to tell jokes, but... You guys, oh no, they can't say anything about you, but they can say anything about I, everybody else. I think else? it's more of a. I don't think they're off limits. I think there are certain things about people's Bro, health. That you are need off to limits. you need to go back and watch like some of this stuff, man. If you're a celebrity and you went to jail, if you're a celebrity, you had an altercation. So many, of course, so worse of course. That's yeah. just saying people's health is like a little bit off limits. Oh my god, like, when you're a celebrity. This health so bullshit. I just don't think it's bullshit. You think it's bullshit? I don't think it's bullshit. What? I'm seeing well, no, it as it's like definitely something that like really affects people in a negative way especially like women when it's and young women have it and you know Gina they get bullied a lot bad. for it but she's hot <laughs> she can get rock a bald head yeah. she has all the money in the world to get the for best sure, but wigs but also let's uh, i'm just saying though. let's leave the the term illness 
to be qualified for things that are like about condition con fine that i'm so behind condition that's condition. so reasonable yeah. you say illness i think potential death yeah i think sickness i think you're not well yeah. you're not able to like do she's not on she didn't lose her hair from chemo. yeah you're not an able-bodied person when you have an illness yeah right she's just fine that's what a comedian can touch probably right potential like, death yeah nobody's <laughs> making fun of cancer literally no one is yeah. making fun of cancer and they, honestly but they did in a tasteful way when they talked about him winning something even having one ball sack like it was like okay but that like, was after he was in remission and everything too right right it was like after so yeah. it's like okay yeah, it. like so maybe it's we okay. could do it in a tasteful way i'll tell you this right now buddy too. If you I don't think, like when you call me buddy. Well, that's not that's even good. Because you're that not buddy supposed shit to, is like not buddy, funny. Bro. Like, man, like, that when is, I say buddy, is, you should not like what I'm saying. <laughs> it's Listen, just hun. like Mark, you, you better like, watch out. You're about to get slapped. <laughs> this buddy <laughs> shit got stopped. <laughs> when if, if they would have made Wait, that same joke blood? about a girl having one ovary, that shit would not fly. Probably not. Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, having no uterus. Look, I don't want. I want to make this clear. Like, I don't want comedy to die, and I don't want anything like that. I just think you know. Maybe maybe there's different ways. I don't know. I don't I don't hate Will. I wish he had the same energy before, but Yeah. I I'll end on this. I I got to say this. For 50 something, he looks amazing. <laughs> he recently like lost a bunch of weight and got back in the gym. I mean, no, I come mean, he on. had a huge Incredible. Come on, Will. No, you can get Will anyone you want. You're Will Smith. The only reason Jada's still relevant is because of Will. Will that, went, that's 100%. Will true. went on like a 21 day fast or something crazy. I just want to see justice for my man, Will Smith. Yeah, he went on a huge, long fast. Give He's like, I don't want to be on high. He, was, he had high blood pressure. What does justice look like? Some young hottie. <laughs> Jada's Jeez. off fucking the Pilates instructors while Will is happily what he on, should in do, Aruba with Margot Robbie. No, what he should do is get the updated version of Jada and just go find Halle Berry. Oh, yes. Wow. Halle is great, classy Halle's woman. bad. Love yeah. her. Halle's bad. She's not taken? I don't care Who what knows? hair she got. Who cares? <laughs> She's fly as fuck. All right, let's talk a little shop. Uh, we had a lot of things happen this weekend, poker wise. Uh, we'll get to the to the bigger story. You did the something. bigger the bigger name, if you will. I'm sorry, I just have to say this. Holly Berry is five years older than Jada Pickett. Wow. <laughs> Ouch to Jada. You might there. get slapped Hallie for that one. Good. Um. So I was in PA for the BetMGM series. Had a pretty good trip, if I do say so myself. I got second in a Potlum in Omaha event. I barely know the rules. Who are you? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But the crowning achievement was uh, the 100K guarantee yesterday, 1K buy-in. Had a little bit of an overlay. I think it was like uh, 81K in the prize pool or so. So a little rake back to the, to the field. And we found a way to ship this son of a bitch. $31,250 up top. Yeah, Berkey. Big dollars. Good job, buddy. I can finally hey, put... Hey, buddy, good job. You Thanks. even put Thanks, the man. little Zoomer <laughs> caption, too. Oh. <laughs> Berkey's I can, even for the month. I can find... No, I'm not. Right. I wish I was. <laughs> I said that, I said that uh, in the clip when I won. I was like, I can't get the smile off my face, and this is so stupid. I literally lost 200000 last week. Um, but I can finally put the bed... The hashtag uh, Danielle's been kicking around for the last few years. Hashtag the last time Matt Berkey won a tournament. Uh, <laughs> usually references something in ancient history. <laughs> uh, so we, we were able to put that one to bed for a little while. Really great trip. Uh, honestly, the worst part was A, the weather. Holy shit, man. Pittsburgh is manic. I got off the plane 
58 feels pretty nice. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some stuff. I have my afternoons planned. We're going to 26 degrees with sleep for the yeah. next three days. Yeah, it's be Not even snow that you could enjoy. No, no, no. It's it's spitting ice balls at your face. <laughs> I know. My, my parents are out here now, and they're just, like, loving this weather in Vegas. And they're like, we got to go back to Pittsburgh, and it's going to be 18 degrees. Yeah. I, I mean, fun. God, I love that place with all my heart. But holy shit balls, man. When it's cold, you don't want to leave the March house. March is weird in Pittsburgh. The March Midwest is, is crazy. It's the goddamn <laughs> Northeast. Wow, these are those flyover <laughs> states, man. It's the goddamn it's the Midwest, Northeast. <laughs> Pittsburgh's um, in Ohio, right? Well, <laughs> man, all right. Pittsburgh's in Ohio. Get that camera off of her. Get that camera. Uh, I actually picked Dead something up for you, Lamana, and I forgot to bring it. I'll bring it tomorrow. What? I, I got you a little. I got you a little swag. Oh, right. I forgot to bring it though. Oh man. Um, but yeah. So this final table, uh, it was about a six-hour-long tournament. I came in one of nine, and I got put through the fucking ICM blender, which is brutal because I don't know ICM all that well. Uh, there are a couple spots that I think are, are worth discussing. We don't have to get too deep into them, but I'm just curious of what you guys' thoughts are. So the first one was I was uh, two of seven, and it goes jam for 14 blinds or maybe slightly less, like 12 blinds, something like that. Folds to the button, rejams for 30. Wait, where's the 14 blind jam from? Uh, it's like, like, like Hijack, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think it's hijack. Yeah. So hijack jams like 14 bigs. Button rejams 30. I have like 40 and ace queen suited in the big. Fold. Yeah, I folded it. Uh, the the jammer for 30 was playing like pretty wide ranges, but I basically ultimately came down to the conclusion that he probably just never has ace jack. Uh, although I don't really know what ace jack was. I have to imagine it's like extremely tight. Like ace king, like maybe like... And like jacks or queens plus. Well, the big thing about this structure yeah. is it's super fucking top heavy. Right. So at the time there were seven left, and I think we were guaranteed like thirty five hundred. Okay. Versus ten so x. Like less that. ICM when it's more top heavy, right? Uh, that, that's the thing. It's like really weird. I'm unsure because it's like you still have to. Like the structure is not so good that like getting all the chips now suddenly just wins you the event. So like for instance, I, I folded uh, and it was. Um, I don't even remember the two hands. It might have been pair over pair. Nines? Yeah. Nines were the button. I think the, the original jammer had like threes. Uh, and nines just held. Or yeah. ace queen would have won, basically. Yeah. But um, he chipped up to now being the chip leader and had like 50 bigs and still finished fourth. Like, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't like, you know, you could just accumulate so many chips that you can pull a Helmuth and just play for the win yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you, you would have like 7x chip lead or something. Right, right, right. Uh, winning that would have put me in a good position. I would have had like 65 or 70 blinds, um, but second in chips still would have been like 50 bigs, and I still would have had to fight. I'm not sure. Basically, that's a spot that I want to look at, but then... I think, uh, I think it's like a super clear fold yeah. if you put it into ICMizer. Like, easy yeah. fold. Yeah, so then two hands later, we're now six-handed. It folds to me on the button, and we are you were, 30 blinds effective. Believe, oh, uh, yeah, maybe we were we five-handed. Five and um, under the gun had the other... I'm sorry. The other we were 30 two. effective. Big blind had 30 blinds, and small blind had, like, uh, sub-12, I think. Big blind had 14, and small blind oh, had... Oh, so it was the opposite. Yeah. Okay. Small blind had 33. Okay, so, yeah. Small blind had 33. Big blind had 14 blinds. We're five left, and I cover both. Folds to me, I think I was two of five at that point, and I pocket eights. Min raise. 
raise fold to small blind? Raise fold to, yeah. I, I, I Called big blind. One more time. Folds to me on the button, yeah. 33 blinds effective. I'm two of five, I cover both. Small blind has 33, big blind has 14. Feels like you cover both? And, yeah. the other, and what are the other big, stacks? I don't think small blind's supposed no, to be giving small pairs well. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but know. small blind is 33, big blind is 14. How about the other people? Chip leader had like 40. All of them can't be that bad. I jam. Yeah, all of them can't be that bad. Yeah, I jam because I don't think like race calling versus the 14 no. is good and playing post here sucks. Well, the also, 14 is supposed to, I mean, it I guess like, it depends because like if they're playing like the correct ranges, I think that they would be jamming stuff like ace four, ace five, but they probably aren't. Small blind definitely is not. Not small blind, no, big blind. Um, I'm not positive. Maybe not. Small blind folding nines for sure. Damn. Yeah, that was kind of my thinking is that uh, small blind kind of has to fold better. Even tens, like maybe tens calls, but really? like king, like you're, you're ripping king. I don't think so. Don't because think so. You're ripping king queen, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's tough spot. I don't think tens will fold, but I'm pretty sure nines will fold. Yeah, I think that like, I'm just maybe, jamming yeah. that like middle chunk of range. it off? In a PA 1K, probably. Well, that doesn't matter. You're I just know, making so. decisions based you're on like what's flipping optimal. flipping a lot, probably. Like is nine supposed to call off? If the answer is no, then eights becomes a jam. Yeah, I think nine's gonna fold. Uh, I mean, I don't know if in practice they're going to fold. But. That's kind of the second spot that I wanted to look at. I, I really wasn't sure. Um, and then the final one is the final hand that played out. I think Andre has a clip of that one. I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. In Discord. I ran a nice amizer, by the way. Huh? I ran a nice amizer. Ripping does make. I think it was like 26. Ripping does what? Um... It's, it is profitable. It's, it's right. It's like the bottom. It's the, the last. pocket like, eight. Yeah. supposed yeah. to over a min raise. Big blind will jam like sixes. Yeah, he will jam sixes. For sure. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that would be my idea. Big blind might also call that off, right? No, he's last in chips. Yeah. Okay. It's fourteen blinds. Yeah. Yeah. I think jamming's gonna make chips for sure. Well, it's a matter of if it makes ICM dollars or not. I think it's gonna make both. Um, but yeah, I I, I certainly wasn't sure. It just felt like. The worst case scenario was getting reshoved on, uh, even by the big blind. Big blind not as bad, but. All right, so here's the last hand. Wow. Wow. I don't think I fold. I just don't think I fold. We win the tournament right here a lot. Let's go. Jack. They all. Hold. Hold. What a hold. Spade. Love Let's fucking go. There, we just man. shipped it, baby. We win the whole fucking Didn't thing. You have to play heads up. Let's go. Played one hand heads up. Oh. Okay. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's we sick. did it. We fucking did it. Man, I truly cannot remember the last time that I won a tournament. Incredible. So that last hand was a little bit of a spot. Uh, I'm most confident about that one. I think that it's almost guaranteed to be a call. Uh, 
Big blind should be jamming way worse pairs, I think. Facing a 14, was it a 14 big blind reshove About, last fall? Yeah. So yeah, I would imagine that big blind's rejamming like eights plus. Yeah, I think on the surface, looks kind of weird because it's always great to just be the onlooker when there's definitely an all-in confrontation. But like you said, I think, I think your opponent, like the, the one that is even stacks with you, has like eights in range. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like when his value shove range is as far down as eights, I think Jax becomes like. It's also really hard for me to get third in this spot. Right? Yeah. So for me to get third, uh, I have to lose to the reshove and the original. Yeah. Or sorry, I have to lose to the, to the four bet jam. Right. And the three bet jam Correct. has to have better than Jax. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that ICM is incomplete in their analysis like at some point when you're three-handed and you have a chance to just outright win the tournament you, and it's a decent spot well especially this one it. so yeah. third place was 12k first place is 31 yeah that's huge. and second place is only 17 i think it's a little bit different if second place that's is like 24 jump. yeah that's a big jump. so if it's a big jump between third and second i think you like now we can make a pretty strong case for just getting second a lot yeah or putting ourselves in a position to get second a lot but when the jump between second and third is minimal, but the jump between third and first is astronomical and you can just win the tournament with this call, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty it. confident that that like just kind of solidifies things. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it sucks when he shows you ace-king, right? But like he'll show you eights and nines like a fair amount and then you're in a really good spot. Yeah, I mean, we're still in a pretty good spot. Like for them both to have an ace there mm -hmm. is, uh, is pretty nice. Although I guess that's exactly how I could get third is if it just comes yeah. ace high. Uh, yeah, I just bust. And then we're really I sad. Get <laughs> oh, man. I think you found the, a way to uh, the key to your uh, tournament success. Just just figure out a way to win tournaments without playing heads up. Yeah, wow. that's true. I get a lot of second places. Yeah, man. Also, running good helps so much. Oh, man. I want so many all-ins. Yeah, that helps. Ask Usually, Helmuth. like, flips. You have to. Ask Helmuth. You have to do it. Speaking of Helmuth winning all-ins. <laughs> I have to speak about this. Holy shit you know what was crazy though whatever we're about to talk about happened right after we recorded <laughs> no it happened while while we recorded i heard uh, i heard about it and i was just like i don't want to bring but we didn't right have now. enough time to like get all the footage and talk about it It was pretty wild though Bro. all right go ahead Bergen. holy shit what shaman has this man gone to see who has given him the magical potion to just dream quest his way through MTTs. Fucking magic. I've never seen anything like this. And the crazy thing is, is like, we don't even get to see all the fucking shit that happens up until this point. He's a jackal. I, what are, what, remember all those? Remember what, from his book. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Like all the little yeah. animals he yeah. had. The jackal he's, was the, what you wanted to be. He's the jackal. What's dude. the he's jackal? A <laughs> he's the jackal. Oh, man. Uh, the jackal was like the laggy player. The rabbit was like the tight passive player. Um, the elephant. He had them all. Yeah, wow. there was like four. I think there was like four. I never read the book. Me neither. But totally I know honest. the rest. Of this. He also <laughs> had uh, like like karate belts. Sure. He oh had like God. he had like to be I a black like belt. It. You have to do this. And then they had like he would be like yeah. Like, okay, so this confirms <laughs> to me that he for sure has looked at his natal chart before. Look, <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, the only angle that makes sense to me here is that this man is working with the dark arts 
there's there's just no way shape or form that uh, a human being born of this earth that isn't somehow conspiring with a higher power is able to do the shit that he does go back and watch the 2016 super high roller bowl with two tables left this was one of the most batshit crazy this guy played nothing but the nuts until we got down to basically the bubble in the biggest tournament at the time that had ever existed and suddenly he's just like three betting nine deuce off out of the big blind. No, he doesn't know. He's he's the old man coffee that thinks he can Shifting exploit gears, his man. image. Shifting he, gears, but yeah, Dude, he shifts uh, gears like like <laughs> the old adage of of like uh, being card dead but not being spot dead is like basically the way Helmy sees the game. Like, oh, this guy opens too many buttons. Well, cards be damned. I don't give a shit. I'm going to three bet. He's playing ranges. No, he's not playing ranges. He's playing your range. <laughs> His cards don't matter. Okay. Bro. So let's talk, let's talk about this queen four spot. Cause, uh, I've seen everyone under the sun analyze it and I can't make heads or tails of what the fuck is going on here. All I know is that anybody who's sharp with ICM has to see that he's losing infinite money through this line. Right. But the problem is, is that through Chip EV, he actually might just be doing okay, yeah. right? Foxing covers, so he's incentivized to open a really wide range on the button, um, but he didn't jam. And there is something to read into that, right? That by not, jam not jamming is more polarizing than jamming in that spot. Yeah, he, he, covers he covers both big and small, right? So jamming would be a lot of the middle strong hands. Like, Jack 10 suited. Yeah. Jack 10 suited, ace five suited, things like that. Like we're not going to raise call these hands, right? Right. So he doesn't jam. We can eliminate a lot of those hands. Now, when he chooses to raise, we basically have this polarizing construction. He's going to have hands like aces, kings, queens, jacks, ace, king. And then he's going to have hands like, I don't know, nine, four suited. Yeah. Just like dust. Like just king, dust. King right. Off. Uh, and honestly, like he actually had a hand that probably could have just open ripped. I would imagine if he had eights, he might have just jammed. These hands are really strong in tournaments, though. Like eights no, they plus, are. They, you just get jammed on by like ace four suited a lot. Yeah. Well, he's inducing nines and eights probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't. But it, I think eights is like that cusp, though. Well, you're it's right, just so like, tricky because you're dealing with Helmuth, right? So it's just like, are you doing this because he's a loose cannon, or are you doing this because he under defends? Like there are so many things to take into play. Helmuth's a different beast. Yeah, it's just, just like because you know what, Chin, he's not gonna jam ace four suited. He's just fucking not. Then he's yeah. just not. But you I know agree. what he's gonna do? He's gonna find a weird, funky <laughs> three bet with queen four off. Yeah. Career, mm -hmm. Helmuth, you're not gonna stick it in with queen four off soon, right? I, there, I mean, is he genuinely considering fifty. I I, I hope not, Jeff. For all that is sacred right in the world Everybody of poker. Else would call you. No, no one. No, else. nobody would call here. Not a with single the queen person, four. Phil. No, only one Phil Helmuth. Very <laughs> crafty, three bet, a little aggro, oh, over the top, sort of bad timing, but absolutely nobody is putting the rest of the money in. This is a guy that can dodge bullets, but can't get away from queen four. Smack dab into this bullet if he puts chips in. I am, I am just shocked that he is taking this much time with this decision that is not a decision. 
I don't even see time he's, banks. Is he out of time banks? No, he's got pay some. jumps 25,000. Oh my god, is he considering putting it in with queen four off? Yeah, I guess I better play to win. Oh my! Oh, oh, oh my, no! He makes the call with the queen four! What am I, what, what is happening? Queen on the flop. I mean, how how does he do it? He's gonna he's he's being rewarded for this at the moment. Are we seeing white magic at work? I don't know what we're seeing. I, I five on the turn. Foxen needs a nine to eliminate Helmuth. You're not gonna find this in any uh, strategy books or tutorial videos at home. So Foxen's eyebrows raise, and why not find another queen on the river? Calls I it mean, off my God, what did we just witness? I knew we were going to get all the antics and, and, and fireworks, how he can't help himself. Was I all on another time other than But the what the heck was that? Well, first thing I need to say is Foxen took that like a champ. Yeah. Like... Helmuth would have yeah, acted the same way. Can you imagine if that was the other way around? Yeah, Helmuth no, would've, it would've, it would've reacted a exactly. massive blow up, especially with the, with Helmuth's iconic nines. Yeah, like, yeah. But you know, when luck shuts the door, you gotta come in through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what people don't understand is this shit's been happening in cash for decades. Just, de just the, the, the rando spew where you're just like, you got what? How? Like, uh, oh, playing cash the other day. The random four oh. bet with king nine off. Like this guy is just, he's just out. He's had it. He had he's had enough. had enough. And it's just like, that seems to be a little bit of what was at play here with, with Helmuth. Uh, I don't know. The best part, Berkey, is that a couple hands later, Helmuth. It was literally the next hand. Yeah. He doubles. He doubles. Yeah. All right. And then he loses his mind. Right. But then even better. Foxen busts, right? And he goes to shake everyone's hand. And Hamid goes, I hope you respect me now. <laughs> <laughs> to Foxen. And Fox is just like, I always did. <laughs> just like, this is It's great. so weird. <laughs> like, how do you say that to him? I mean, it's honestly, it's just like so wild. It's uh, strategies evolving before our eyes. And. Uh, we've never been under more of a microscope, right? It, it really is a bit of a challenge that, that poker faces in some regard where, I mean, for me personally speaking, having the scrutiny of your play under a microscope 24-7 really just makes you believe truly deep down in your core that you don't know fucking anything about this game. Yeah, for sure. But in Helmuth's perspective, it's the exact opposite. Gotta love it. He not, <laughs> he not only believes that he has this game mastered, but he actually truly has convinced himself that doing this oddball shit that is mathematically losing money but, is somehow a next level edge. But it is. It is. <laughs> But it is. Who the fuck are we to say? Yeah. The numbers are... The, show the receipts. He got them all. He got them all. I will say that I think, I think that there's a strong argument to be made that nobody plays the early to mid levels of MTTs better than him. And I don't know what it's predicated on, right? Because obviously there are really fantastic players out there who are incredibly well studied. He doesn't even like showing up anymore. Right. <laughs> it's just...
but but I guess what I'm saying is that like it's very clear that we possibly overvalue accumulation and we possibly undervalue tournament life. Because what's obvious to me is that Hellmuth doesn't give a shit about being the chip leader ever. And he drastically, by our standards, overvalues what it is to still be in the tournament. Yeah. How on earth that translates into the results outside of just sheer variance choosing him is beyond me because I've taken every approach. The man. turtle wins the race. Bro. I've 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 attempted to be the turtle. I've attempted to say, you know, tight is right. I'm gonna stay out of all spots. And yeah, you do run deep, but like there's a fine line between Kessler and No, but he's better than Kessler. No, for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. Uh I guess the point that I'm trying to say is that how many times can you make a play that is just losing tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars and come out smelling like roses and the thing is that we'll never have the answer to that because these are such solo incidents right like we can count on two hands the amount of hands that Helmuth has played this way and gotten rewarded right and he's probably only played a couple dozen times where he got punished so it's just like at the end of the day, like, yeah, show me the receipts and, and you can't deny what he's done up until this point, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, yeah, but like when you just well, understand math, like, first of all, we have to segregate. If he just starts playing like us and starts losing. No, no, no. He then, should never change. It's our fault. He should never change. <laughs> he for sure should never change. But the point I'm trying to make is if we, if we draw a line of demarcation between pre-solver error and post-solver error, right? So like, mm -hmm. let's call it 2015 and before. Yeah. Those results are in a box. They can't be touched. What he did during that era is second to none. Nobody yeah. will ever question Unmatched. his greatness in that, in that time frame, right? Fact. He had an angle on strategy that nobody else really seemed to get, right? Yeah. But post-2015, we have a lot more vision over how this game operates from a mathematical standpoint. Mm -hmm. And what's abundantly clear is that he routinely makes losing plays and we get to highlight the ones that work out, such as the Queen Four, and we get to trash him for the times that they don't work out, you know. Uh, but they work out more often than they don't because of the immaturity of strategy so far, right? Like, we still, we still overcorrect for Helmuth. Like, Negranu folding, uh, I can't remember what it was, but versus the Nine Deuce and the Heads Up. Um, right, I, I get it. He yeah. had a good hand. So, like, there's still an overcorrection that takes place, right? We, we still but aren't. That Doug Polk fold was incredible. Correct, and that's, right. that's a non-overcorrection. Right. That's, that's just, you know, like, I think there's a big difference between pre-flop and post-flop when it yeah, comes to yeah, Helmuth, yeah, right? Sure, You're sure. just going to lose your mind more pre. So the whole point I'm trying to get at is now if we isolate, call it 2016 through present, his results are still phenomenal. Yes. But sure. I very confidently would say that year over year, we'll see a lower and lower and lower return on Helmuth. They keep, he says that. He's like, they keep saying that, and I keep winning. His volume just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller, so we highlight the wins. It's like, yeah, he's winning, but like, he's also not, he's not tempting the fate of, of volume or variance, right? Like, so the, that, that the horseshoe's wedged up his ass, and he's not willing to take a shit. So that, <laughs> that bet that was rumored, Going back and forth With him between Degrano. Daniel and, yep. and Helmuth, where it was like, you have to play, I, I think it was 50, 25Ks or bigger. And if you're winning $1 after that, like it was a, it was a pretty large wager. I don't remember the exact number. Yeah. Uh, 
you think he's a loser. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Like a big loser. Yeah. I, so, so what I'm would you estimate, he, what I, would you I would estimate still his ROI is in the 25K? Maybe minus 10%. I would still take Daniel's side with Helmuth currently having uh, probably like a half a million dollar head start. Ooh. Bro, playing 50-25Ks yeah, is... Big. Well, it's 2.5 million in... In buy-ins, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he has a head start, yeah, but you're, he's you're saying you're only losing ten percent, so it's two fifty, and he's up five hundred. Right, but he still has to play like forty-five more. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, thing is, maybe there are things that we just maybe there are things he knows. Like there are certain nodes in the game tree he's just sees like. He's not bluffing there. I fold. Or he's going to fold here. I, I, I truly like, agree with that. He knows things that we are just not like I looking at. I am 100% on board with that. I think he understands human psyche better than most. He's but, a social genius. He's like best friends with Chamath. But, but human psyche continually gets diluted the more studied you are in the No Limit Hold'em game tree. Especially short stacked MTT play. So there aren't any reads to make. When Foxen opens well, the, the button. The interesting thing is he looks to get a read and it seems like he gets one, but even Foxen's bluffs are dominating him. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what read. Well, when he calls off, he doesn't care about being dominated. He cares yeah. about being live. Yeah. He just doesn't want to see Queens plus. Right. Right. Uh, and at first I was kind of just like, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe it is pretty reasonable to think that uh, he just isn't really shown aces and kings in this spot. Aces, kings, or queens in this spot very often. But then I thought more about it. It's like, well, why the fuck wouldn't he be? What else would Foxen do other than raise and then four bet jam? Yeah. The only thing I could think is like, maybe he plays trap with kings and aces at a higher frequency than any other hand. Right. And so now he really only has to worry about queens, which he blocks. And that's kind of reasonable. Like, I'm, even though the call off looks like the worst part of this hand, I'm not so sure that it is. I think, like, mathematically speaking, the call-off is, is probably relatively close. Yeah, well, he has... He has I so mean, much money out there. It's like he barely has to call anymore. Right, that's the other thing. He three-bet off of, like, an 18 or yeah. 16 big blind stack. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? What are we weird, even doing here? Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, so it's like, yeah, maybe we can make some sort of argument where, like, calling off is only losing, call it, uh, you know, somewhere between, like, a tenth and a quarter of a big blind. Which isn't great. Obviously, that's a pretty big fucking preflop mistake. Right. But maybe it's not even losing that much. It might be closer to break even. But yeah. man, the three bet itself just has to be fucking torching. Just torching. Especially well, from an like ICM lens. Put, it's like, maybe he thinks that Fox is just opening really wide. And then he three bets. And then at, at that point, he needs so little to call off profitably that it's just like... He put he himself had, in this fucking weird the spot. The sick thing is, is like, bet. what's the ICM implications here? He had doubled the next shortest stack. Yeah. Bro, we're losing our minds it's here. It's absolutely weird. Yeah. yeah he, plays, like, he plays for the win, bro. He don't care about ICM. That was, that was the <laughs> greatest commentary of the whole thing. Of just like using three time chips and the commentator is just like, Brent's the best. Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck is going on here? Like these time <laughs> chips are worth something. And this guy just keeps sliding in the middle. And then at some point he just arrives at a shrug and I guess I got to play for the win. Like, <laughs> like I love to play all the hands. There has never been a moment in my poker career where I've looked down at queen four offsuit and just thought to myself, what a beauty. 
What a fucking <laughs> this is beauty it. this is. This is, what been this for. is the, like the, my heart breaks when I have to like raise fold nine ten student in a tournament. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you open off twenty three and a guy rejams and you're just like oh. Um, yeah. Devastated. Like I mean, what? What could I have done differently to not be in this spot? But the Queen Four. The Queen Four. Oh, like, I'm I, just I, like I mean, Queen Four. Right, also has a name. It's called I the mean, Rubber look. Donkey in Wilmington, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the second most played hand, <laughs> other than aces. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it's like all right, skinny if, uh, you know, if maybe it's just a sizing mistake, <laughs> Melissa and Berkey, and like you know, like it's like. <laughs> Foxen's <laughs> opening a polarized range. So if he three bets this is to like fun five and a half. Yes. That Fox would be a little folds. more reasonable, right? maybe. No. What do you mean? It's no, a polarized I, range. He has King Deuce off. Like Fox either either he's gonna put you in or he's gonna fold. Yeah. So all Helmy does to do is three bets smaller <laughs> right. so he can give himself room to fold. Okay, yeah. okay. That yeah. oh, I didn't see where I you were. I can get going on with board that. with that. Yeah, I, I didn't see where you're going with that. That okay, fine. It's just a side. But it's just mistake, so right? unnecessary. He too. live misclicked. That's all it was. <laughs> he live and then once he was already the there, I got to, he the call mis-click. off. The call off is so fucking epic, man. Like, never has there been a bigger spit in the face of professionalism that just says, "Fuck you, I'm too rich, I call." And then, and then he goes on to say, I hope you respect me more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope you respect me now. Like, Imagine what wow. Seidel's thinking, like, playing heads up with this clown that he's known his entire fucking life. Like, 30 <laughs> years. Results than <laughs> yeah, 30 <laughs> years of this <laughs> asshole stealing the limelight. Well, he's the just, bracelets. He's just the most classy guy who's literally saying, like, I study this game to death, and I feel like I'm completely <laughs> outplaced. And just sitting there, heads up against Helmuth, who's, like, buying his own bullshit, Look. and he's just stealing blind after blind Bro, after all blind. all I know is that there is a little, like, there is some ignorance bliss in poker. Oh, oh yeah. my God, yeah. When you yeah. think totally. you're good and you know shit, it just works out. I know. Yeah. It really it does. That delusional out. confidence, like, is something that I'm trying to learn how to tap back into because it's <laughs> so much more fun. It's just so much better. I, uh, I'm on the other end of you, Berkey. Like, I'm just like, bring it. Bring it. Let's as, go. As like, an old man, dance. as an old man in this game, I got to tell you, when that goes away, you are, it's your kryptonite, man. Like, being humbled by the game and, ha- you know what it is? All right, I'm going to tell a little story. I, I was on flight here today from, from Pittsburgh, and I was sitting next to this woman who was telling me that uh, she studied psychology and became a therapist right out of, uh, out of college. And the conversation continued on. She's like, yeah, all therapists go to therapy. And it dawned on me. It was like, yeah. Because what happens is when you study something deeply enough, you're now hyper aware of all of the flaws and all of the imposter syndrome and all of... You're basically hyper acute to the fact that we don't know anything about anything. You're in the Mm -hmm. valley of despair. Yeah. So like as a therapist, you're just like, human brain is fucked. I have a human brain, therefore I'm fucked. And now you spend the rest of your life like microanalyzing all <laughs> of the ways that you're fucked until you die. Mm-hmm. As a poker player, that's literally what solvers do to you. But wouldn't you just want to be like Helmuth? Yeah. Yes, it's I'm just yes. like, I'm desperate. Let's go. I am the best, yes. bro. I mean, let's go. I'm desperate to be the 25 year old version of myself who's dead ass broke, walking around a house with six other professionals going, I'm the best goddamn player <laughs> to ever step foot in this house. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking in after like a 3K win at 510 saying, I'm a cash game god. It happened. Now, I, I, I've seen it happen. Yeah, he can attest to it. I used to walk around with a backpack saying, That's where I kept my souls. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not kidding. Now I go and win a quarter million. And I'm just like, I ran so fucking good today. I didn't deserve a single fucking penny. And every time I lose, I'm just like, I'm the worst. I'm yeah. literally, I can't win at this game anymore. It's impossible to beat. Everybody mm. knows everything and I don't know anything. Like that's literally what happens as you age. Elliot I, Rowe. Awesome. This is like where <laughs> I, I'm, I have, I'm worried about where I'm going to be at later on because I'm already at that point. No, talk <laughs> to me. You got to talk to me. Yeah. I don't, I'm just well, like, no, I have all these kids. I have the answer for you. Slow roll them. <laughs> this, this is the answer. You're either going to start an OnlyFans or, <laughs> or you're going to start a blog about your Tinder experiences. Yeah, I mean. You're going to shift into content this, creation the, is the, the answer. The podcast is my saving grace i hope that's right well as we all know melissa is the star in the making as i'm reminded every goddamn day in my day she gets dicks in her dms i, I get compliments I've about only melissa ever gotten one not that i'm inviting them but i've only ever gotten one ever yes that we've was the seen only, the seen only it. dick that and you've yes gotten? sir the person <laughs> who sent me that they all saw that by the way uh long boy tip of a cat tip, tip <laughs> a this guy this guy's cock. Holy shit. Yeah, I think they liked it more than I did. Holy by a lot. shit, bro. I need to clip that out. This guy. Saying that. This guy. I mean, this guy. This is where the conversation's going. <laughs> I've After never hell? seen. Monday. I've We're never supposed to seen. We're this shit for Friday. I've never seen something so We're long and skinny before in my life. This is skinny, a, yeah. a, a Friday conversation. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> right. What is going Save the meat for I'm, Friday, Berg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this the, it was it was literally shaped like a hot dog. It had oh. no girth to it whatsoever. But it like a, the, the foot long hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ones that you can't put in a bun because yeah. it hangs out on both right. sides. <laughs> it was it was repulsive. Oh. By that he means he watched it fifteen times over. How many of this is great? Uh, I'm gonna make a gif out of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How many of this is great? Uh, speaking of, he's playing Hustler Live today, so we'll we'll have a chance to. I'm sure something's gonna happen. Right. Well, but this that's he's so playing with Mickey. He's playing Mickey, yeah. Blank Check, Ben, <laughs> Barry. How big of a favor is Blank Check, Ben in that lineup? How big of a favor is Halmuth? Halmuth's uh, gonna win. Think of Blank Check, Ben. His name is Blank Check. Last time I played <laughs> cash with Helmuth, we were playing 100, 200. He got down to $3,500 for two hours of poker after dark. Imagine, we have a six hour show and he spent a third of it. A third of it with 17 and a half big blinds in front of him. He knows how to play that stack better than He won 20K yeah. that day. Yeah, of course wow. he won. <laughs> Yo, he is, listen, I used to watch, like, when I was a kid, I used to watch, like, all the Durhand and, like, pause it and analyze what he's thinking before he takes the action. And then he takes the action. I pause it again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to do that today with Helmut. watching Helmy play <laughs> against Mickey. Because Respect. Will you take a video and like give us your live analysis yes. while you're doing it? I will do it. Yeah. We can yeah, can we Photoshop this guy's dick on? No, we'll just, yeah, we'll have him <laughs> in the corner. Kidding. He'll just be like boyoing just in the limp, corner. Limp, limp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every every time he goes to say something, it's just. <laughs> I can't believe it. You really want to talk about this? <laughs> Bro, he loves this that guy's hilarious. dick. He loves that guy. I think girls live a very funny life. We do. It is funny. Okay. I mean, <laughs> honestly, though, I get way more murdery messages than dicks. <laughs> way yeah. more, way more memoirs. Well, that's your that's your aura, you know. Yeah, the, like, your chakra is disaligned. To, to wonder what it is about me that is 
you know, the gravitational no. pull of your natal chart mixed with being Some, a uh, Pisces or what a Libra. They're going to say you fuck you are. The moon sign, I don't know. Yeah, people yeah. are saying in the chat, like, you're about to get mad dick pics. I don't give a send shit. Send Berkey your dick pics. <laughs> like, I've never seen a dick before. I don't care. One bit. Like, send them. I delete them. We move. Actually, send He's, them. He wants I'll make them. a segment out of it. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. He wants them so he I can will judge you next to them. Look, on the dicks. look, I'm willing to do what the girls out there that you're sliding in are not willing to do, and that is embarrass the fuck out of you on a YouTube channel. I will have blurred out dicks for days. I'm willing to do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Anyone, But I've only gotten that one, and I sent it to you guys, and Andre refused to blur it. <laughs> Andre quit that day. No, I never yeah. saw that. I don't, don't want to see you. it. But yeah. <laughs> we sent you the link. You didn't no, click. Thank God. <laughs> Can we do no. the segment on the Berkey porn? It's like... important to note that they sent the link and they provided no content. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So you just Andre click just on clicks. it. You know, these guys send so many messages and so many like like videos and stuff. And it's normally about like personal experiences, you know, your your, your life interest. And all of a sudden, it's just this giant cock. Yeah. yeah. I really hope He's my parents aren't watching this He's standing in front of the mirror and he pulls it down and it just like flings up. Like. <laughs> it was and so Berkey's right. It just doesn't stop. It's like, how big is this? Yeah. How big is this goddamn shorts? Yeah. He has to like fully outstretch his arm to yeah. get it. It was so big, he doesn't have enough blood in his body to actually fully get it erect. So it like pops up and then just falls limp yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> So, really, honestly, I feel for the guy. It's a, you know what it is? Mm. You know what it is, Melissa? What? It's a fucking illness. It is. This guy <laughs> is. It's an illness, and we shouldn't be making fun of his illness. We should not be roasting this guy. He has an illness. He has, he has long dong syndrome, and it's, it's long, a real. Long floppy dong syndrome. Yeah, long floppy dong syndrome. You know, it's, it's actually on Mayo Clinic. <laughs> We just Googled it. He has uh, he has the floppy bunny ear syndrome, yeah. and this is no laughing matter, You're ladies and gentlemen. I think that there's a line to be drawn in the sand, and you just cannot uh, make fun of no. this type of illness. So is his dick. Yeah. Yo, Do you let's think close that hair this podcast. This is getting out of line, bro. This is getting out of line. I hope you all enjoyed <laughs> this podcast. Hey, hey, hey you, we rap when I say we rap. <laughs> We're going to talk about dicks for another 15 minutes. We're going to talk minutes. about these dicks till the cows come home. Thank you, and no. We have, uh, I, I do have a piece of business to wrap up. We have a winner for the... Uh, Oh, no, this is a problem because I don't remember who it is. Uh, we have a winner for the Poker Out Loud Hand of the Week. Uh, he's right here. That's him. Man Illusion. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. Man Illusion. Dano. Dan Illusion. Man Illusion. Oh, sorry. Man Illusion. But Dano is his name. Uh, you've been DM'd. Reach out to the email address provided to you. He was the closest one to get it. Everybody else was saying, like, Jack-10 suited. They were picking Jack-10 of diamonds, Jack-10 of hearts, which obviously is the logical choice. He only put one heart. I don't know if he meant of hearts or, just, but he was the closest. He was the only one <laughs> saying that you know Chris is lunatic enough to uh, take Jack Ten off there and and squeeze versus two very yeah, uncapped like ranges. One. I didn't like that one. I didn't either. But then I rewatched the hand and I listened to his thoughts and I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. When are we gonna do the gimmick poker out loud? Stand up and the seven two game and I you know what? Let's I'm, th and then let's throw we'll throw Landon in there, the couple of the sim dudes, and then just watch their. Brain short circuit. So I'm kind of down for this. I think I think what the play is is that we film the next season somewhere around the World Series mm -hmm. when we have people in town. Yeah. And I think we do uh, 
we do some sort of like gimmicky one for YouTube mm -hmm. that's a mix of like call it vloggers, influencers, and then uh, one or two of us. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I kind of want to like throw Landon in there to watch his, his uh, brain explode. Mm -hmm. But I also just think that like he'll treat it as though it's 100 big blind poker largely yeah. and just like analyze every spot. Right. And then just be like, but we're deeper. So, yeah. Uh, so I kind of like just want to throw like me or chin in there and just like yeah. get super gangster. Man, I Maybe. wish bring those back, man. Yeah. yeah so I, th I think that's the play. I think we'll film a day uh, or two days of that mm -hmm. and then two days of the normal stuff. But like we kind of should do one. That's all us. The Ooh. only friends version. Oh, the only, mm. only friends. Poker friends right. Oh, man. Mm. I kind of like that. I like that. I mean, we could do that with all your money. Tells. It wouldn't be the. I'm playing exactly the like Calmuth the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> with the Versace glasses yeah. on his shit. Oh, just sitting, oh, these are coming out. Oh, he has them. These are coming out for I sure. Just want to call from the hijack. <laughs> One fucking are, dead. are those men's glasses? These are men's <laughs> glasses. Absolutely, they're men's glasses. Oh, could okay. you imagine those glasses on that Wait. guy's cock? <laughs> It'd be like watching. Are we <laughs> back to the. He can't get it out of his mind. I can't get it out of my mind. Cartoon. Like a cartoon with like the snuffleupagus <laughs> nose, you know? We were on to some... What the fuck? This is just, getting out of hand. Just incredible. All right, that's going to do it for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, a little bit lighter version. This is a Friday episode if I've ever seen one. Yeah. So too much fucking drama in the Oscars and talking about 3-Bet and Queen 4. Everybody get out there. Do your service to the poker community. I want to see everybody smashing in with Queen 4. I want to see people playing the dirty diaper. Let's make poker great again. Yeah. Stay loose. Play 7-Deuce or some Fast shit that Greg loose. goes all in said. We'll see you guys <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Peace. That was fun. <laughs>